Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you serious? So there's plenty of ways to kill time out there. Thank you for giving some time with us. I'm Marcus Bronzy. And I'm Donald Trump. <laughs> no, um, I'm Funk. <laughs> I'm Funk Butcher. Back again in the place. How to Kill an Hour, man. Uh, don't want to let you forget that we have a website called howtokillanhour.com. And what kind of stuff can you find there, Funk? <laughs> yeah, all the tech news, um, the latest um, shows, everything that's currently going on in the world of tech. Um, we'll be putting our spin on it and it'll be, you can find it there on the website. Definitely, definitely. Funk, it's been a while since you've been on the show, bruv. So yeah. let's get stuck right into it. Like, like, what have you been up to? Yeah, I've I've been away. I've been away. I've been uh, I've been inside. Yeah, inside the lab. Yeah, exactly. Making them choose. Exactly. For those who will think I'll be up to anything naughty, it's me, of course. No, I've been making music, working on Houseology label. Also, been doing a lot of teaching as well. So, I've been doing some teaching with some young, amazing people who have kind of not felt that mainstream education is the way forward for them. So we've been trying to broker situations where we use music as a tool of engagement. And I've been doing that. Uh, But like I said, yeah, um, been working on the music, new tune out called Hypnotic. Um, uh, Funny, um, not funny, but interesting production production. um, bit of information that the voice you hear on the record is actually my voice which I've sampled so a lot of people think it's a sample how do, you, how do you sample your own voice like yeah, so I got on the microphone <laughs> yeah so I got on the microphone and uh, used my voice as an instrument in the record so is it the first time I've done it I think I've done it before in previous productions when I I'm I'm really having a bad day with vocalists and singers and their timing and their schedule so I just did a real DIY thing but um, that's just been added to the UK House Music playlist on Spotify, which is great news for me and the label. So, um, yeah, if you're out there, you're into your house, into your into your music in general, have a listen. Safe, safe. I mean, I like it. If it's very, like, you do actually add the funk into it. In fact, I don't want to call you Funk Butcher anymore. I think you're the Funk Baker. Funk Baker. You've been cooking. Cooking it up. <laughs> But yeah, nah, man, the tune's good, man. It's and Houseology is looking good. I'm loving the merchandise as well that you're actually wearing today as well. Yeah, the logo's yeah. sick. Is is that an F in the logo though? 
the house. It could like, be, you know. I, I'm seeing an F every time I look at it. Oh, man. Like that, that, the left part of the Houseology logo, which is uh, some letters, or I don't know, some shapes which make up a house, the left bits could be an F for Fung Butcher. Yeah, shout out to Timid. Anyone knows about DJ Timid in the UK music industry? Timid is, outside of being an amazing uh, DJ, he's also an amazing uh, uh, graphic designer and he shaped this logo many, many years ago. So... He could have done this and he didn't tell me, he neglected to tell me that there was an F in there and you've just pointed it out and made me look really stupid. But um, it's yeah. a film Easter egg that he's left in there for you to find out <laughs> with your own accord. That's this what he's done to you. This is kind of like industry um, and label information that I'm supposed to kind of just reel off. Mm. And yeah. You're supposed to know. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway, look, glad to have you back on the show. Thank you. We've had some amazing guests in and around the show most recently so you may have heard some stuff you may not have at this point depending on where you're checking this out but you should head to howtokillanhour.com to check our whole catalogue of awesome podcasts like nearing 300 hours being killed well there are some episodes that are shorter than an hour but some that are over whatever but anyway Frank we've got some big news there's something that I, I think we've been speaking about ever since you've been part of the How To Kill An Hour gang what's that uh, and, and I'm going to give you a little clue to it now okay one of our favourite producers of games. One of our favourite studios. Started in the UK, I believe, but now we're uh, obviously got offices all over the place. Okay, UK games producer. Uh, sounds like a Western. Definitely, bruv. They, they specialise in games where um, you hijack motor vehicles a lot of the time, but in this game you will hijack stallions. No, no. <laughs> It can't be. <laughs> it can't be Red Dead Redemption. Bruv, Red Dead Redemption. Bruv, the, the actual gameplay trailer dropped and you're like the first person I want to discuss it with because mm-hmm. you're into games. Yeah. Into Red Dead, right? Yeah. The franchise. Yeah. The new game is... I can't really sit here and try and break down little bits of it that are great because it's looking absolutely amazing. Yeah. The first title was the first game in which I believe they mixed bullet time with cowboy <laughs> shoot 'em ups lassoing horses, wild west foraging, with a storyline that was nothing less than like movie quality. Well, I'm living I mean? vicariously through your experiences because I'm into the game, but I've never played it. Uh, I'm into it, but uh, uh, this is one of the games which I feel uh, like it slipped under my radar and I, I'm angry about it. I vividly remember spending a lot of time off my day job at the time playing that game I was John Marston I was John Marston bro. Okay. probably this one of the games that I was into the most only only beaten by Heavy Rain which was a game because I'm a big fan of the movie 7 Heavy yeah. Rain was like a computer game version yeah. of 7 it was like a sick twisted cop thriller where is it going but this I was really underwhelmed by the chat beforehand this with this game because everyone was saying oh it's made by a rock star what how are you going to make it fun if it's not shooting, bruv? How are yeah, you going yeah. to make it fun if it's horses, isn't it? Like, horses are dead, man. The only horse I'm on is a Mustang. But, like, is a it, Wild Wild West. Is game. it worth me getting the first one and having a crack at that before I... Well... Are, they, are the two games linked? I'll break it down. This is actually the third Red Dead game. What? Yeah. Oh, what? man. Yeah. Billy, did so, you know this? Yeah. You no, didn't know, Billy? I thought it was the second. Did you start Red Dead Redemption 2? So, Red Dead was the first game. What's the second one? Red, Red Dead, Dead Redemption so this is the second one? This is the third one. So this is Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh. I'm just excited. I'm just excited. We've we've seen a gameplay trailer. We put it on the website. Go and check it out. As we get more 
solid information, that's when I'd like to divulge it over the next few weeks. But Red Dead Redemption 2, I want to play it. I want us to play it, Funk. Yeah. I want us to experience first playing it together. I will actually sit there and watch you play the start of the game, bruv, and take it. as much enjoyment out of I'm it. I'm on it. Um, also, what's happened in the tech world, Funk? Apple is worth $1 trillion now. Cha-ching. $1 trillion, bro. They've actually got to that figure which um, Dr. Evil... Now, what did you say? Billion? One, he said one million, innit? And they all laughed at him. He went, one million. And they one, went, <laughs> <laughs> one trillion yeah. dollars. Um, so, yeah, they're, uh, they're worth a trillion. One trillion, bro. How can a company have more money than the government that company resides in? That I'll is insane. Stop you right there. Uh, oh. I know. It, okay, the, this is where Billy tells me I'm factually incorrect. Go on. Yeah, the company is worth one trillion. Okay. But Apple only have. I say only. Yeah. Only have, I Googled this, I tweeted this out, I Googled this, they have $285 billion in the bank, not $1 trillion. The company's worth $1 trillion. Okay. So if you wanted to buy Apple, you'd need $1 trillion. Okay. So it's a valuation. Yes. It's hitting that mark, but... Bruv, that's phenomenal. That mm. is phenomenal. Like, I want to know how many... How right? Let's say an average McDonald's meal cost. What does an average McDonald's meal cost in in English nowadays? I say like six quid. You going large or are you saying regular? Ah, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> oh uh, yeah, supersize me. Yeah. Can't do that anymore. If I go large, a large McDonald's meal. What would you say, Bill? A large Big Mac and a drink comes like oh, just over five pounds. Just over five pounds. Let's make it more relative though. How many iPads can you get for that valuation? Yeah. What's an iPad now? How many iPads is it in two hundred and eighty five? <laughs> <laughs> now, do you want a regular iPad, a mini iPad, oh, a Pro? Do you want a supersize? <laughs> supersize? What I wanted to get at is that in this day and age, did you, I mean, did you ever think you'd hear of a company being worth a trill, though, Funk? Yeah, when I started seeing footballers hitting that that region as well, everything is appreciating everything. Nothing's going down. A I've never, trill? Yeah. I mean, just having that amount of money on you, I feel like just telling someone that you have that much would make them get a bit dizzy. It's I like a slap in the face. Yeah, I think those Southern rappers were were just ahead of the curve when they kept saying, keep it trill. Keeping it trill, bruv. <laughs> Keeping it trill. But yeah, so um, so as Billy said, they've actually got 285, is it 285 billion in the, in the bank? I can double check that figure, but I'm pretty sure it was 285 from the last time they checked it, which was December. They're going to have a little bit more when I go buy my new... um. Uh, iPhone charger there we go <laughs> but it was only yeah. 21 oh, years ago on. that they were almost bankrupt so their stocks were as low as a dollar in 1997 it wasn't until they brought back Steve that is Jobs and he told them let's do the Mac let's bring that Mac back with some colour where was he at IBM I don't know I think he spent some time I think he, was, he in that time he's away he built Pixar which is now bought by Disney owns he created a few companies that are doing very, very well. Bro. Before he Apple? Was, he was active. When he left Apple, he oh, was okay. very, oh, very okay. active. And then they kicked him off the board. And then when he came back in the room, he was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm back. How'd you like me now? Also had another story about him uh, on another podcast called Evil Genius that he was trying to say that he wanted the size of the iPhone to be pocket size. No, I, uh, iPod to be pocket size, the first iPod. Okay. And they kept coming back to him with prototypes that weren't small enough. Mm. And he's like, I want it this size, mm. whatever size he wanted it. And they were like, we can't do it. And he, apparently in a board meeting, he took the only working prototype of it. And he was like, make this smaller. There's space. And they were like, there's no space to make it smaller. They took the only working prototype at the end of the meeting, put it in a fish tank and said, you see that? There's bubbles. 
there's air in it, that means there's space in it. Make it smaller. <laughs> Boss man. Boss. Only jobs could do that, you know. Oh my days. I didn't realise he was such an arsehole to yeah, work with, you yeah. know. You shouldn't speak ill of the dead, but yo, I'm not saying that that doesn't work in the workplace, yeah, you know. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But wow. A lot of that is coming out though. His leadership style was... Is arsehole bad to use? All right, it was very what? What's, how should, what's the better way of putting it? Um, Fragrant. Authoritarian. Authoritarian. Yeah. Uh, damn right. Disgraceful. Yeah. I think he when he walked through the office, people were more scared than they were like happy to see him. I right? think so. He's the sort of guy you don't want to be in his bad books. Yeah. He's like a Miss Trunchbull of the Apple headquarters. He'd put you in the chokey. But what do they say? Sometimes um, uh, with pressure, it creates diamonds, but it also burst pipes. It does indeed. It does indeed. Uh, and they always say, don't force it or you'll burst your own pipes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one, if Apple is a trillion dollar company now worth, worth trillion dollars, who is like, what's going to be the next milestone? Netflix. Netflix. I think Netflix is coming. Apple is set, uh, not Apple, Amazon is second in line. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, course. yeah. Of course. Yeah. Would they be allowed to buy each other? I know they would, ne- would they never know. Do you reckon we could ever see that merger though, and Amazon and Apple merge? I was putting it out there. If we saw Apple and, and Amazon merge, what would that be? Would that be like the equivalent of Facebook? A Maple. A map. A Maple. A Maple. A Maplezon. A Maplezon. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like some Decepticon robot. A Maplezon. Oh, and it's actually- Optimus. It's a Maplezon. And a little laptop converts into like a rocket ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes, Optimus. I am efficient but very expensive. You can't defeat me. <laughs> oh man! So, like, what's the next milestone for a company? Then, like, you got a trill. Like, what? Like, what? What do you do next when you are the most valuable company in the world? Branch out. And like, do what? what? Alright, we're cool. What, what next for Apple then? Yeah, start buying land. Apple are looking to do the autonomous car, aren't they? Do I think still, to yeah, I think they're still small. That's small for us. I think they will start acquiring land. Apple land. Whole countries. Apollonia. They've got their campus, which is open now. The yeah. Apple campus, which is where... Apple all, University. Apple University. Yeah, yeah. They might make it like a little principality. Okay. Mm. Or like a, an official, actual... City, yeah. no, no, official country. Yeah, fifty-first state. So rather than going to that that place that we shall not mention in the Caribbean, because I don't want those people after me, they might make that uh, Apollonia the new tax haven. Ah, Apollonia, free from tax. Yeah, all Apple devices free. Brother, it could be, it could be possible, it could be possible. Or an arm in government. Ooh. An arm in government. Apple Technology. army. Apple army. Apple arm of armed forces. Uh, I thought, bruv, they would have, could they, could they do a Tony Stark? All the location data. <sighs> you have to think to yourself, when a company is getting to that size, um, all it takes is one megalomaniac head to start veering the, 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 the company away from its, uh, uh, away from ethical means. So what, like somebody just goes, yeah, you know what? There's money to be made in rocket ships. Let's do one. Well, this has been the premise in a lot of these Bond films where they take some... Like, what was the film where um, the guy who um, starred as Hannibal... I love the actor, but I forgot his name. Uh, uh, not Han- I always... Because I always think of Hannibal And he used, Lecter, and he used to Hannibal. cry tears in the Bond film. 
He used to cry. He used to cry. What's he so, used to cry? So like, cry uh, blood. Um, Anthony Hopkins. No, 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 no. He's no, no. no. in the Hannibal TV series. This guy. Oh. So he played uh, uh, like a, a media um, entity that was so powerful, but he kind of like branched out into kind of like evil, evil, in, evil <laughs> intentions. Could we see an evil dictator coming oh, from one of these mean. tech companies? But that's, this is the, this is the narrative that they fear with uh, Mark Zuckerberg. They fear that this guy has got so much power. If the internet keeps trolling him and taking the piss out of him, Matt Mickelson. What's his name? Matt Mickelson. Matt Mickelson. If the computer, if the computer, if the industry keep taking a mick out of him, saying that he sounds like Muppet, a Muppet, Kermit yeah. the Frog, then yeah, he might just turn around and say, "Let's have a sick of this shit. I'm sick of this nice guy shit. You get a bomb. You get a bomb. You get. Call me the Oprah of warfare. You get a bomb, Bruv, He could. I mean, we're messing with a guy who technically has influenced the U.S. elections. Technically, y- yeah. Well, he he said it wasn't his intention. But if this is the if if this is the the kind of the capabilities of big companies, then why can't Apple? This is the thing. This might sound like flights of fancy in the year twenty eighteen. Look, yeah. ten years from now, people are gonna say that brother Funk, that brother Bronzy, they was they was ahead of the curve, man. Yeah. What is left for a company that size? What is left? World domination. Right. Well, or losing your job to a robot. Because while robots are here to make our lives easier, and we, we're all grateful for that. Yeah. I know. Are you grateful for the robots that made your phone? Yeah. I'm grateful for the robots that made my phone. Um, and also the people who got paid questionable wages to build the rest of our phones. Robots may be starting to get a little too helpful. Hope, helpful. So are we heading for that actual robot takeover that people have been speaking about for years? Because according to a new piece of research published by... So it's published today, it says, even though it was published a few days ago, a quarter of British workers are worried that robots are going to replace them. Uh, so YouGov did a survey of a thousand Brits and found that 7% of workers, which equivalents to 10 million people, are worried that their job is going to change for the worst, while a much larger percentage, 23%, are concerned that their job will become void. The research goes hand in hand with a two-year commission on workers' technology. Now, one thing being worried but is this actually going to happen? Because we've heard this before. Computers are going to take over your job. We're not going to have jobs <laughs> anymore. You're just going to... Re-. But we found out that computers are actually still require a lot of humans. And in fact, instead of us all losing our jobs, there were people that lost jobs, mm-hmm. like people who were like, had quite obvious skill sets, like, you know, craftsmen and like, you know, builders and stuff like that. But then what you found was, is that computers actually work their ways into all of those professions. Like mm-hmm. I heard a really good saying recently a friend of mine said you're not in any business that isn't in the technology business so whatever business you're in you're in tech mm-hmm. so if you have a farm you have a website oh yeah you get me if if you know i mean if, if you're a carpenter you need to make sure that you have an instagram showing yeah. off your carpentry skills even within the farm processing i mean whether you're making like um you're you're dealing with the whole the milk production side of things i've seen the kind of the technology used yeah. to kind of like milk these cows is, is, is some real futuristic shit man exactly and the more you use that sort of stuff the more you actually get put into an environment where you can sell prime products so like I know that the farm that decides to have a fancy YouTube video yeah. showing how happy their hens are running around yeah. Yeah. it's so nice here the mm. weather's good and yeah. the feed is good like that when it comes to like 
I don't know, everyone wanted... No, if they had a turkey farm, should we say, when it comes to Christmas time, they're going to be the ones that can say, yeah, £100 a turkey. Mm. And because everyone's sort of seen, you know, what the process of them, of them, you know, their happy turkeys being reared and stuff like that, yeah. everyone would be like, all right, cool, I'm involved in it. Yeah. So without using tech, I feel like you would regress, but I don't feel like we've lost jobs. But, 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 could that change though, Funk? Yeah, of course. Could a, could a robot make a beat better than you? No. But that's creative. But okay, uh, okay. not not me. Okay. Maybe maybe, maybe another producer, but not me. <laughs> Shots fired. But um any industry which is labor intensive, I feel like is at the mercy of the machine. The machine is coming for you. If you're just lifting bricks and stacking them, uh no disrespect to all my builders out there, you've got to be making some serious um architecture feats of architecture for to bamboozle these machines. Otherwise they will because that's that's the majority of the kind of the jobs being uh, um, replicated or duplicated by machines. Other ones which are just um, like customer facing, like the the the, uh, the chill the chill the till checkout positions. Um, a lot of the the uh, the staff at the the turnstiles of of um, venues and train stations and all that kind of stuff they've replaced them with machines and all that kind of stuff so it was it was that aspect which was kind of always at threat first the service the um, the retail and that service industry the hospitality industry going beyond that as the ai becomes to get more and more efficient then yeah it it will look like it will be problematic but you have to understand that when you start to reduce the jobs, you reduce the amount of money coming into the economy. There's going to be less disposable income. People aren't going to go shops. People, there's no, there. You'll see the retail figures that they love to put out every quarter, and nobody's going Westfield because they ain't got no money. So, <laughs> so, it kind of that is the only thing which is kind of um, preventing this from becoming a, a, a full fledged um, Cybertron. A Cybertron. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I still think that we have way too many skills. Like, like I, I know that you're a big believer, obviously, that sarcasm and stuff like that is never going to really be picked up. Not for a long time. Or robots will have to change a lot. But I don't know, man. Like, <sighs> say robots do take over all physical jobs. Yeah. We'll still need loads of people to, like, maintain them. People to, like, make the software for them to run. Not really, because it's happening right now in car factories. And when they... Yeah, but... Oh, yeah. They're losing a lot of jobs, actually, aren't they? Yeah. And that's been happening for a long, long... A periodically long time. Yeah. But that's... I think that's an example of someone being like a bricklayer, isn't it? And, and, yeah. and there's a robot that comes along that can build that better than you. Yeah. Like, if it, but if it's like handmade vehicles, if you have a handmade vehicle company, then yeah. obviously, you know. Well, that's the, that's the thing as well. If you... If your price point is tied into the fact that if humans are making this, which I... I'm not a watch connoisseur, but I've heard that's what is the the kind of the weight behind the pricing of something like a Rolex. The fact that this is handmade, someone has got their little monocle one and they've tried to fit that screw into that little hole. Even though it's taken them two years to do it, they've done it. A human has done it. And that's the price point that you're paying for. Cool. But outside of that, if a machine is doing that kind of thing really quickly then actually yeah because i'd like to own a rolex so get machines doing it and it'll be cheaper 
I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the million process with watches and stuff where they actually make the little components is going to start becoming something that robots make. Mm-hmm. But if I was a big watch company like Rolex, I wouldn't really want to tell people that, hey, by the way, this uh, wasn't made by hand. I'm going to have just enough of it made by hand so I can put <laughs> on the label yeah. made by hand. So yeah. even if it's like the putting it in the box was the last bit that made it by hand, they're like, <laughs> it was made by hand. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? In, Swiss, in Switzerland. In yeah, Switzerland. I mean, and then they've actually bought a little place in China called Switzerland. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Uh, when you get a Rolex, yeah, uh, buy me one as well, please, yeah, bro. Of course. Um, so Netflix tips. Are you watching Netflix at the moment? I've been very rubbish with Netflix. Uh, I have, and I've got some interesting Netflix news. I'm not sure if it ties into this, but um, the Ant-Man and Wasp film is the last Disney film that's going to appear on Netflix before they put all their content. Uh, and this is going to this new unnamed platform from Disney that we don't know about yeah. right yet. Uh, what, do you re- what do you reckon it's going to be called? Deckflix? Disflix? Disney fun. <laughs> Datney. I like these powerful names. <laughs> Disfun. Disfun. Uh, Subscription. £50 per month. Yeah. <sighs> So Disney has got their platform ready. Listen, it's going to be insane, so, yeah? And I'm saying, like, all, the, all you Netflix guys out there, you need to be worried because think about it. They're going to pull all the Marvel content, all the Star Wars content, all the Disney content, yeah? So you got the kids, yeah? All my little all my little brats, yeah? My three brats that I've... So my three children. My three, <laughs> <laughs> three, my three lovely children, yeah? They will be heavily entertained, not only by the past catalogue of Disney content, but they can go ham with the spin-offs. They can have the spin-off Invincibles. They can have Luke Skywalker at school. They can have... They, seriously, you see the scope they're going with this. Crossovers. They, crossovers. Plus, they'll be able to pull all the 20th Century Fox movies. This is it. This is true. So the that's a lot of content. I mean, I was, I was strolling through Netflix and I was looking, I think to myself, Phew, this is... I think this is why... Netflix went so hard on the kind of the whole um, building new content because it anticipated we're leasing a lot of our content and sooner or later all it takes for us for someone to pull the, the rug from underneath our feet but Disney have established solidified well-known brands which are already in the living rooms of the, like the world the world kind of thing so they don't need to work as hard on the marketing aspect Netflix need to sell the, 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 the idea of the content first before you have to engage in it. And that is part of the problem. Netflix are kind of, they, they, they're still having to, to broker a new audience because all their content is new. Disney's history is just like, it's older than us. But Disflix can come along and they can really Disflix. handle this. With um, Netflix, do you watch much that's not Netflix original? Um, I think Netflix would be fine. So when I watch things like Luke Cage, maybe Marvel, but it's also a Netflix original. No, I'm talking about um, Better Call Saul, which is obviously what's that HBO. So I mean, it's licensed exclusively to Netflix, but it's not. I wouldn't say it's net. It's not Netflix didn't put up their money to 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 fund that. So there's a lot of titles in there, which obviously Water Carbon. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Um, Beast of No Nation was good but they've had a few howlers there 
I told you I didn't like that Will Smith film. I thought that was awful. I loved it. Bright. He was a, <laughs> oh, was a sick she film, did, man. She could be called Dim. Oh. <laughs> How much would you pay? Um, for the Disney one? You see, the, diff- the Disney one, they can get more into the coffers because they have a something to leverage. They've got established brands. Exactly like the way the people are coming out in their thousands of of different generations to watch this new Invincibles title because the, the the brand itself is so well known. Even though no one's seen anything over the past ten years, they're still gonna it's still gonna do well in the box office. So when Disney are coming with titles like that, and they have a proven track record of being able to kind of monetize lesser known characters even in the Marvel universe. Ant Man and the Wasp. Who would ever think of watching or taking the time to watch Ant Man and the Wasp? So I think Netflix are they're gonna face some real competition that they've never faced before. I think that they should market it no more expensive than Netflix. Anywhere between eight to ten pounds. What I'm saying is that they, they don't have to, technically. They it's, You it, can't charge twenty pounds a month for it. No, they wouldn't. But I, I reckon they're gonna do something else, bro. Yeah. I reckon they're going to do something so that they can get their numbers up quick. Mm-hmm. Free. For mm. a limited time. Free. Ooh. Get everyone in so that you'll be like, why wouldn't I? And then they'll be like, you know what, guys? It's going to have to be like three or four. Quarters. Well, like an Apple Music situation. First three months free and then you forget you're paying that direct debit. Ah! Or you could do, yeah. I don't know, say an annual subscription, £100 a year, plus you get Five percent off Disney tickets in the in the theme park. This is what I mean. There's so many ways they can go with this. They could go free. I think they could go free, bro. Why would like? Why wouldn't you like? You want to grow your audience? It, imagine that you get a, ten million people that sign up, and then you now put your price up to one dollar or one pound. You but, now have ten million. Even pounds if a month. You, even if you did like everyone who gets it for the six months gets a discount at Disney World Paris. Or, yeah, that's ridiculous. That is a game changer, and it's kind of it's kind of what Netflix was were, were were in a hurry to do when they were trying to build their cinema. Netflix needed something physical outside of the virtual realm to be like, no, we need to transfer these numbers into real footfall. This virtual footfall is okay, but it's Netflix isn't making any money. It's not making money. It's it's a Spotify situation. It's, it's got actually, numbers though. It's got numbers, but those numbers aren't translating into money. They're all valuation. Just like what we said with the Apple thing. It's not a real one trillion. So Disney has the ability to transfer that into real cha-ching at the tills. That's that's real paper. That person that was watching the, the, the Disney flicks has come down to Disney World and has transferred that money into into a, a Mickey Mouse toy now. And, yeah. And that is what Netflix was trying to do. But... Mm. Which makes sense is why my markers would do it for free. Yeah. Or well, they just run ads at it. Run ads on it. Yeah. Their own in-house ads. Gosh. Netflix. The CEO of Netflix is, is, is kind Shitting of like... Himself. he's He's wiped all his papers off of his desk listening to his podcast. Says, Cancel my maintenance. <laughs> Find these guys. <laughs> we'll make it better for you. Things with Netflix, they could if they could, if they bought the Premier League rights, boy. Yeah. Well, I think Amazon's definitely going in that direction. They're making a big deal about the fact that they're showing certain sports. Uh, mm. I think they're showing the US Open 
tennis competition they're promoting that you can see it on prime anywhere so i think sports is one area of of consumable tv where you can consume when you want tv however you want to call it or tv on demand that sports can't really be, be put in the same category as yeah because sports are live yeah. and if you don't watch it live yeah. someone's gonna fuck it up for you online so that's why everyone's like if you knew that you could watch the football when you got home whenever and no one's gonna tell you the score yeah. for arsenal you'd get home and watch it when yeah, you want yeah but kind of part of watching it is watching it live yeah feeling like you're there at the moment yeah and yeah if the if they start very good point but if they start buying those fucking rights bruv yeah. off tv yeah forget whether it's netflix and and, and disney tv will die well I, I saw something on bbc news today you have to you might have to check bill um it's just moving really fast but they were saying that it might get to a stage where they might start playing games in uh, in stadiums with no fans because that is the amount of money they're generating through TV and other endorsements where they don't even need the, the the ticket money anymore. Crazy. Do you think that would add to play though? Would you would you play better in a stadium full of people going funk funk? Wait, actually, there's three scenarios: an empty stadium, yeah, funk funk <laughs> funk, or fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. Those three scenarios. Let's go to empty stadium. How would you play? Um, I don't know. It depends on what kind of player you are. Like some players are f- are, are 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 narcissists, and they need the the adulation and the, eh, kind of thing that makes yeah. them play better. Um, the celebrations aren't going to be as good because no. there's no running up to the crowd, throwing one fist in the air victoriously. Yeah, yeah. It's going to turn around to your teammate and go, yeah, yeah. High some, five. Someone scoring a goal into the in, into. The, top left hand corner and doing three backflips and then hearing yeah it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's like what, what was that yeah. for yeah I've just found the article it's just saying that in the 2016 to 2017 season 11 out of 20 clubs in the Premier League could have made profit without without people attending their stadium see it's just because of the global TV revenue that's what I'm saying yeah so yeah so right so we've got empty stadium out of the way yeah Stadium that's filling you full of joy, shouting your name. Yeah. You play a bit better. Yeah. What about like the, t- <laughs> the away game? <laughs> the abuse. The abuse. That should be a feature on the new FIFA. Like abuse level. Abuse level. That'd be great. Yeah. I want abuse level, and I want professional disrespect of the referee. That's what I want. I want. I want you to. I want to have a meter where you're arguing at the ref. Yeah. And the more you argue at the ref, the more it unsettles the other team and messes with their demeanor. But if you argue too much with the ref, he goes, you get yellow card straight away, bro. Descent. That would be sick. But I think there's. I mean, FIFA's running out of 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 variables for the new titles I mean all they do is they, they, they do the new transfers yeah. and they do the new kit changes and all that kind of stuff so so maybe EA Sports FIFA 20 what you do is as a player I, I, I log on and I enter all my vital statistics into the database and then you hit me with the the, 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 the most ardent and 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 toxic abuse yeah as I play the game so I feel like I'm there I feel you like you black bastard <laughs> And I'm, and I'm trying to play yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the fact of the matter is yeah is like when you play actually someone online in a different country you might get that anyway oh, you, know? you, you might <laughs> that's standard black bastard yeah. especially when you beat them 4-0 and they switch off the computer so yeah. it's like there could be a setting so we want to make the game realistic if you're a real player these are the kind of things you have to deal with FIFA bringing racism 
<laughs> back. <laughs> Bring racism back to This football. year, our new feature, racism. Racism. Oh, that would be sick. I want that feature. Or Star Wars crossover. Mm. So why not, innit? Just Jedi, halfway through the match, whip out your lightsaber, chop the ref in half, <laughs> score a goal. EA in it. Microtransactions can make it happen. <laughs> Buy a lightsaber for your team. Or well, George Lucas is the ref. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. But actually, we've got some tips for your, your Netflix watching, actually. Yes. One. Download even better looking content if you go into settings, uh, video quality higher. That means that you obviously use a lot more data, but high quality video. You can kick your, kick your ex off your Netflix account if you've broken up with your other half. Take oh, back that power. Is Take back the power. That is cold. Sign out of all devices. Boom. Because that happens. Because you know you can download Netflix content. Yeah. You can over download content. So like say uh, Billy's got my... Netflix uh, password and he downloads he? a whole season nah. and he downloads a whole season of a show you and I try and nah. Down- <laughs> nah. and then I try and download something it might say sorry you've downloaded too much content so you can sign out of all devices you can also see your own viewing activity to find out how disgusting you are when it comes to your binge how much of a slob are you how many episodes did you really watch in 24 hours if it's 24 <laughs> episodes you're a sick person uh, you can I've also, got that, that logo yeah you can put avatars now on your you can avatars I like the avatars they look a bit better don't yeah, they yeah. Uh, also you can make it kid uh, kid friendly as well there's a, a nice little setting slide over for the ch- slide over for the children option back to what you said though <laughs> <laughs> this Netflix game is really going to change and you know what it's changed so much since we've actually started How to Kill an Hour as well that's the crazy yeah. thing bro. Yeah. I'm just like so many things have changed and I can't even begin to fathom where it's going to go next it's good though you don't want monopolies you don't you, 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 um, you want that level of competition at that at that level of, of business yeah one thing I'll give Netflix right and this is what they've done to change the game for all of us, is they've done this. It sounds so simple. It's almost as simple as when Steve Jobs just made the iOS, first iOS that kind of worked for us. Yeah. They've gone, 
Let's find out what people watch mm-hmm. and give them more of it. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, funk, you clearly have a passion for anime, right? Mm-hmm. So I know when I go on your Netflix profile, not got his password, by the way, in case you wonder. If I, if I go on your Netflix profile, <laughs> I'm going to see more anime, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to see more trashy sci-fi because mm-hmm. that's what I'm into. Mm-hmm. Billy, I don't know. What will we see on yours, Bill? Um, crime documentaries. Or like stuff like Netflix originals. You see Mindhunter? So at the moment on my list, if I can see if I can find my list. I find that quite quite disturbing. What, Mindhunter? Crime documentary. Oh, oh. On. Is that documentary to help this. you do, is it to help you get away with yeah, crimes? Away with or are you interested in, crimes. are you interested with other people? Interested in other people and how they get away with it. Does it, is the it the making like, of a killer? That sounds even worse. Yeah, it? exactly. Is the it, making of a killer. Is that what you're kind of, are you like into, I'm, into that a bit? I like, can't find my list. Have you seen that? The making of a killer? No, no, no. That's on mm. Netflix, isn't it? I've seen mm. Evil Genius. That's very good. How was that? Do you enjoy that? That's good. What is that? That's about a robbery, isn't it? Yeah, where they put the bomb around the guy's yeah. neck. And is then that, you have is, to figure what is it? Out. A true story? Bruh. Yeah, yeah. Really? Right. I guarantee you. In fact, can we actually, Bill, can we do a live fact check on this? Can we find out whether the incidents that happened on that day were before or after the first Saw film came out or uh, Seven with Brad Pitt? And Morgan Freeman. While I explain to Funk real quick, what the Evil Genius? Yeah, Evil yeah. Genius was recent. Yeah, but the actual ongoings were like twenty years back. So, yeah. real talk. We're in America. You put on the TV and you hear on today's news or newsflash: man walking around making demands, wearing a no walking walking into a bank trying to rob it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. with a bomb attached to his neck, a bomb necklace. Hello. There's a man with a bomb around his neck. Yeah, yeah. Um, we also find out he has a weird kind of cane contraption at some point. Have you found out when it was, Bill? August two thousand and three. That was when the incident happened. Yeah, that was when the, that was when the incident happened. When was the first Saw film out? Saw. Because I feel like they in Saw they have neck devices, don't they? Saw film was two thousand and four, so it was a year later. It, it's like a real it's like a real life source I would yeah. I'd say if you're going to watch Netflix there's some documentaries I would suggest Evil Genius yeah and the one I've just watched The, stair- the Staircase what's The Staircase don't think it's about The Staircase no it's about the man who's his wife falls down the stairs isn't it and he, yeah, he's yeah. accused of murder I saw that it's I haven't good. seen really? it yet. I see that um, I'd rate Evil Genius above the staircase though really? in what way which, which one did you enjoy it like shit me up a little bit it was like Ooh. really yeah <laughs> evil genius one was like oh my god there's, there's, a, there's a shot in evil genius that you can't believe they actually show I don't, let's not say what it is but did you think it, they weren't going to show it and did you take did. the stairs today I here. didn't watch it I covered my face oh brother did, did you take the stairs today did you take the stairs today or take the lift yeah I took the stairs what happens <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you see stairs now <laughs> no. it's all good is it <laughs> it's quite jarring the staircase when you see it when you see, when you watch the documentary, it's like, oh. The first time you say, okay, fair enough, you just see it, right? Yeah. But when, then they keep showing it, it's like, oh, oh I, don't, I don't feel oh, uncomfortable. Now. When did you first realise you were into crime documentaries? That it was, a, <laughs> it was your kind of thing? When I watched Making a Murderer. Yeah? Yeah. How many times did you watch that? Just once. Yeah? Yeah. I bet you took your time with it, though. Did you light some candles? No, I watched that. <laughs> that was that was like a binge watch. That was really? like one every single day. So yeah, Making was, a Murderer, isn't I was that, invested. Ain't that based on that podcast series with the... Personal. Yeah, it's supposed to be serial. Oh, okay. Do, do, do you know what? It's so funny that it's actually not. <laughs> oh, it isn't it? But it's so close in terms of feel. But, I, I mean, in they actually did a Making a Murderer podcast. Yeah. And they mentioned not them not trying to be like serial. I, th- I think one thing that's apparent is that 
we think a lot of fucked up shit happens over there, bruv. Yeah. A lot of messed up shit happens over there in yeah. the States, bruv. Yeah. Some of those yeah. middle counties, man. Yeah, oh, um, yeah, yeah, America, yeah. Oh, yeah. Middle America. And there's this whole thing about, I was actually with some, some American people a few months ago, and they were saying Florida man is like the headline for the, the starter of the weirdest headlines ever. Yeah. So if you Google Florida man, obviously there'll be a few fucked up ones in there, but usually it's like Florida man tries to... Let's chew someone's it. face. Let's do it now. Literally, yeah. you yeah. know, Florida man marries cat. <laughs> literally like that man Florida man puts engine in tree and drives through bank <laughs> bruv it's crazy so this is basically where Netflix are going to mine all their original go. content from yeah 100% yeah. <laughs> go on Florida man arrested for attempted strip tease at restaurant attempted strip tease like he didn't make his trousers off in time oh, I really, <laughs> really want to get some news music for Billy when he, do, when he does all of these as well how can you attempt a strip tease I wonder was it was was the dancing rated bad? Like, did he not get his clothes off in time? <laughs> it was an attempt. That's <laughs> offensive, you know. And it was an attempt. Right, Billy, you ready to give me some Florida Florida yeah, man's I'll find, I'll find a couple. <laughs> Florida man steals a van to drive to Waffle House. Uh, Florida man bursts into ex's delivery room, fights new boyfriend while she gave birth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Florida woman tells cops she has no idea how drugs got into her genitals. <laughs> it's into her genitals? Yeah. Oh, Florida like alligators, isn't they? Florida man throws an alligator into Wendy's drive-thru. <laughs> Florida man attacks a dancing flamingo at Bush Gardens. Wow. Florida man gets pizza, gets banned from pizza after making too many prank calls. <laughs> banned so, from pizza yeah. not even a, a, a specific establishment just banned from pizza <laughs> Florida teen <laughs> anything with cheese and tomato Florida teen pretends to be a doctor twice <laughs> twice <laughs> okay Florida man freaks out over shuffleboard at C- senior citizen centre right one more let's have a big one for the end Bill Florida man assaults his boss with frozen hamburger <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Brilliant. I'd love to bring that back on the show every week. Just have a couple of those Florida man Florida. assaults Florida man. boss with with frozen hamburger. Anyway, it's been a great house killing hour. Been great to have you back in here, Funk. It's great that we've been so sensible and uh, <laughs> covered so many uh, important topics. But there's plenty of ways to kill time out there. But before we let you go, can we share with everyone uh, the portal online on the web that you can actually access? from any device that has data or interweb or Wi-Fi or Ethernet connection. Howtokillanhour.com Thank you. And where can we find you on social media, Funk? Uh, At Funk Butcher, all the social media channels and howsologylabel.com. Find out more about the label, the releases, events and such and such. Yeah, do so. Please do. Uh, How to Kill an Hour on all handles for the show. And I am at Marcus, B-R-O-N-Z-Y. There's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank your fine, sexy ass for killing some time with us. <laughs> hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.